Hello, and welcome to the podcast Used Up Pens, an interview series about the Landreth family's journey with a son and brother diagnosed with level 3 autism, Trent Landreth. Today, we continue the heartspring side of Stephanie Taylor's involvement in Trent's education. Please enjoy part two of our three-part interview series. <laughs> but yeah. from, from day one, from moment one at Heartspring, it was like, this is the expectation. You will do this work. Uh... Or whatever, what you know, you're gonna participate with everybody, and and you can't, <laughs> you can't um, escalate your way out of it. Mm-hmm. You can have your, you can have your whatever. You can get angry. You can go to the, you can go to the quiet room. It's never quiet. Uh, <laughs> it's, and, I don't uh, think it's called a quiet. Room. It's not anymore. <laughs> Seclude. I don't know. They didn't seclude. Well, it's seclusion, but but they don't call it that. Anymore well, either, it was a quiet room, timeout room. We yeah. were in timeout, timeout for a while, <laughs> yeah. and now we're now yeah. we're seclusion. But you go to that, and then you come back to the room, and you go right back to what you were working on when you. Or it might go with you too. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Man, and yeah, and he, but he responded well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that day, and I don't. I remember the first one, but I don't. I know that day, and there mm-hmm. was several days and and yeah. and I can remember bringing him down and being like and and Corey you being like so and you know and you know and us thinking please don't hurt yourself you know we don't yeah. want to take you back to your dad and yeah. you're, you're <laughs> right. like so the there were there were the lots face. of days yeah, yeah lots of days just, when you were like okay he's got this bruise and he's got this <laughs> this, this bite mark and he's got this scratch and, and just feeling so bad because that's what we yeah really just I, i'm famous for saying like they can hit i can get hit all day long you know pull my hair do those things please don't hurt yourself yeah, yeah. please like just lash out at me because that's a so when somebody lashes out at you that's a behavior you can kind of block and redirect mm-hmm. and yeah. do all these things much easier than yeah, a self injury yeah you have tools to be able to right yeah. but when they're hurting themselves that's when it's like yeah it's just more difficult mm-hmm. and it's more difficult to watch mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. it's it, there's a sadness with that one yeah. That yeah it's just like okay I don't want to take him out to the yeah. car. And say, mm-hmm. oh, he's got some new, bro- <laughs> you know, bite marks yep. or right. whatever. Yep. And thinking, ah, oh. yeah, oh. and and we all, you know, I think every parent of a kid in that situation is you. Um, even at HeartSpring, we didn't want to see him hurt anybody. I, I mean, we were more concerned about him hurting others. Than him hurting himself, um, be- because at least y- you know. I mean, at that point, we're like, well, well, it's kind you're of getting what you <laughs> being in like as the parent. Yes, you know, you've seen your kid hit himself a million times, right, right? And you've done what you can, but then your your child is hurting hurting somebody else, else. Yeah. as opposed to Stephanie's position where she's like, I've been beat up all day every day and so you can hit me more yeah, yeah. it's not gonna phase me but if you hit yeah. yourself that's that's gonna hurt her yeah. more than. well i think as parents of neurotypical kids kids with different abilities you don't want 
your childhood, you know, kind of like when they're in grade school and they, mm-hmm. you know, they get in a little tussle with somebody and the principal calls you and they're like, oh, hey, Stephanie, <laughs> you know, yeah. and and you just you you know they get home and you're like why did you what yeah. are you thinking and, mm-hmm. and and it might be a very simple well they wouldn't leave yeah you know i remember braxton coming home one time and saying to me braxton's my youngest son who's 21 now <laughs> um and saying and had kind of gotten into trouble at school and and i said what were you thinking and he said he wouldn't leave her alone and i said what do you mean well one of his friends was a girl and this boy was bullying this girl mm. and he stood up for her and then it's like okay hmm yeah <laughs> and then, and then well, it's like high five and way like, to go buddy yeah, don't do it job. again yeah. you know right. but, <laughs> but also i can't be mad at you yeah. right yeah. And, and so you know and it's so i think you know it's all this like crazy you know pressure that you put on yourself as a mm. parent yeah. to like perfection yeah. in any way that perfection can be yeah you know like you want trent to be the best trent that trent can mm-hmm. be and you want tristan to be the, mm-hmm. you know and and oh, trevor and tj <laughs> and all these you know and i want all my kids to be the best that they can be right. and not all and their best everybody's best is the different is different mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah and harming someone makes you feel like that's not the best oh yeah i think and yeah. you know Whereas, you know, we're like, hey. It is what it is. Yeah. And the Hard Spring staff was always really good about that. I, I was sharing before we started about coming in one afternoon to pick up Trent. And I always came a little early and I walked. This was back when you could still walk into a classroom, walk into a school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and have conversations with staff and Pre-COVID. teachers and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I, I came in one afternoon and I heard Trent way down the hall and walked down to the quiet seclusion timeout whatever room. And there and there he is. I peeked around the corner. He's in there on his, uh, face down on the mat. He's got one adult person on his left arm, one on his right arm, one on his left leg, one on his right leg, and then another person uh, like over his midsection and there was at least there was one staff standing at the door and I think one more in the room somewhere. And he was just going crazy. Uh, and I didn't have to do anything. I could just stand there. Of course, I was mortified by it, but I, I could just I could just be there and I could I could feel. As a dad, I could feel bad for my kid in that situation and not have to be the one actually restraining him which i had always been up to that point and that that was huge different thing for me well that let um, you be kind of the yes i got you to know be the good the, cop and the bad cop you got to be the good cop yes you know and yes. and i think trent's experience at HeartSpring is amazing because you know a lot of our kiddos don't get to go home at night yeah. you know yep. but yep. It, it, if they have a bad day they 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 go to you know, group home and group home and, and but they have a bad evening <laughs> but for Trent to be able to come home to yeah. you and know okay well I had this situation mm-hmm. happen and but I get to come home and mm-hmm. dad loves me and yep. you know yeah. yep. my siblings love me and my mom loves me and mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean it's gonna be a bad night yeah right. you know yeah. and 
and dad doesn't have to be the bad guy or yeah. you know mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. and yeah we should probably uh pause to say um <clears throat> uh heartspring is not endorsed <laughs> <laughs> this podcast given us any permission to, we're, we try to be careful about that but <laughs> sorry heartspring <laughs> <laughs> we we did not run this by them we did not this is this is no They're way on uh, anything <laughs> right and it was and part we, of his experience so. we don't do those kind of restraints anymore they're in prohibited practice oh so well <clears throat> we so don't. you just get beat up now uh, no, we have restraints <laughs> but we don't have um Floor restraints. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, well, I I was gonna say too that the um, you know I don't I don't think people fully understand. Trent could walk at eleven months. At twelve months, he was carrying full gallons of milk around the house, looking for somebody to get him a drink. Um, that this kid, as um, I don't I don't know you don't you met one person with autism you met one person they're all different but in general they can be incredibly strong mm-hmm. and and Trent is um he's a part of that group yeah. he he is he he could I don't know if he ever got you but when I would restrain him at home he would kick off his shoes and socks while we were fighting and he could pinch you with his with toes, his toes. <laughs> crazy hard yes sir and i remember like i'm holding i'm like got my head back i'm holding his arms i'm holding i'm like wrapped around him i um i'm trying to get out of the way because he's trying to headbutt me all these things keep my arms out of the way so he's not biting me he's not biting himself and all of a sudden i'm yelling (laughs) andrew's like what's going on i'm like he's pushing me with his toes (laughs) (laughs) yep oh man yeah okay well, um, okay, so he's in a classroom with other kids at HeartSpring, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so did he care about the other kids? <laughs> did he just only care about him when he wanted to get out aggression at somebody? Um, what did that look like? So Trent wasn't super aggressive at the other kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. He wasn't. Um, alpha. He makes... always seemed to go for the alpha personality in the room. Well, unless typically. I was walking by him and he just wanted to pull my hair. Well... Um, yes. But if he was angry, <laughs> if he was going to unleash on somebody, he because I remember in the other classrooms, he would run, he, he would be working with a para and he would get angry and he would not attack the para. He would run across the room and tackle the teacher because that was the yeah alpha person. And I think that's where like because there's a teacher and then I was the lead para. So I was the one that was actively in the right. classroom mm-hmm. the majority of the time running what was going on. Yeah. And so you were the one telling him what's going on. Yeah. And yeah. I, so I, yep. I would get the brunt of some of that stuff. Yep. But, um, you know, uh, it's so hard to explain the, the autism interaction. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if any other way to kind of say that, mm-hmm. but yeah. our, uh, when you have a group of autistic kids together, there's a coexistence, yeah. but not necessarily an interaction. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they might watch what somebody else is doing, but where are we necessarily going to go and mm-hmm. do what they're doing? Yeah. So when to get them to interact, but that's a together, social thing, right? That it was like a social struggle yeah, with like, social interaction. You know, so like trying to find a large group activity that you could pull them into, mm-hmm. and then finding out 
what level this person can participate in that activity and this person can part mm -hmm. and how to make that all mesh together. Um, but, uh, Trent, he wasn't big about going after other kids, yeah. you know, now I'm not saying if somebody invaded his space or took right. his, yeah, yeah, his yeah. uh, phone book or right, you know, right. anything like that, that he wasn't going to lash out. But typically yeah. he was going to lash out at the staff that mm -hmm. was there, yeah. not the student. And that's really kind of a typical thing that I've seen mm -hmm. in my yeah. however many years yeah. of life. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It is funny to me how much of our personal behavior is affected by our what our personal social w whatever like so many things we do the the from from the way we dress the way we talk the way we stand the way we interact the the way we compliment or address or i mean the way we sting everything is affected by As he's flipping the by yeah. how we think about uh, how I fit in this group. There's four of us in the room right now recording the podcast. And how am I fitting in with this group of people that's here? And, and when, you know, for Trent, he does not care about your feelings or my feelings or what, you know, he just... He does what he does. He does what he does. Yeah. There's a lot of things. Isn't there that some I, joy in that though? Yes. There's a lot of things he that I'd like. I lot. wish I was more like Trent. <laughs> um, yeah. I, but, I wish I didn't care. Yeah. If I'm too heavy or if yep. I, yep. you know, uh, well, how much money I have good. or what mm -hmm. a car to car mm -hmm. I drive or those yep. kind of things. Trent doesn't care what kind of car you drive as long as he can get chicken nuggets. And stuff. That's right. <laughs> right? As long That's as right. that car gets him to yeah. McDonald's yeah. or yeah. Arby's or yep. whatever, then he's that, – that's an okay car. Yeah. You know, whereas, you know, like we judge ourselves based on what other people yep. think all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, think about that in terms of his art. It, anybody that has a tiny little bit of artistic ability and you get – um, positive reinforcement for that you get praise for that somehow that then you you do more of that right mm -hmm. you 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 respond to that Trent we say Trent has no ego he he doesn't care you could like his art you could hate his art makes absolutely no difference he to him just gonna keep he likes it, it. Mm -hmm. this is what he's going to do he's not doing it for you anyway Right. Um, and, and he really is doing it for himself. And it's just different. Yeah. They just process things differently. <laughs> they, <don't> mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank goodness that yeah. everybody in the world's not the same. I, yeah. I mean, in all honesty. Like, I know. I, you well, know. think about it. Like, I, in my life, I've noticed people who are kind of similar to me, and they get annoying. Right. You know? Like, <laughs> like I don't want to hang out with you. You're too much like me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, have some differences. <laughs> it makes it more interesting yeah um so you need a non-emotional person to balance you out well easton that's what i'm saying <laughs> his excitement is like oh yeah cool mine is not like that which, <laughs> which we learned the first christmas with you guys yeah yeah and now a word from our sponsor who is not saint george's donuts but if you would like to sponsor us please reach out to us at usedup pins at gmail.com and now back to the show
So we were talking about drawing. Did Trent ever draw in school or like have time to draw in school? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. He would come with his phone book sometimes. Yep, yep. Um, always always well, and, had something. Well, and the funny thing was is as soon as I found out that Trent liked to draw in the phone books, mm-hmm. I reached out. And I was like, if you have extra phone books... Mm-hmm. And we had in our classroom <laughs> yeah. this stack stacks. of foam stacks of phone books, mm-hmm. and he would, you know, work in the phone books, and yeah. you would randomly, or sometimes other books, you might randomly find a picture yeah. that you know, like yep. in the pages yep. of a book, yep. you're like, yeah, eh, Trent was yeah, Trent, yep. <laughs> you know, there are probably still some, pl- yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm sure, hidden, yeah. in, you know, you, I think you can still see his art hanging around in offices people oh people's walls are drawn on yeah they yeah it was heart spring with uh uh john uh had trent come he, they had moved him into a little closet office area and he got permission to have trent come in and draw with a sharpie on the wall and trent drew a whole bunch of dinosaurs and different things and mm-hmm. just like he does in his phone book it took him 30 seconds and it you know he drew over yeah. over concrete block walls like it was nothing yeah. it was nothing yeah uh i was helping um the now art teacher i guess julie um i was helping her with the art projects going classroom to classroom and i walked in and she i said i'm tristan blah 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 and then julie said that's trent's sister and everyone's like you're trent's sister and then it got spread around trent's sister's here trent's sister <laughs> yeah. and then somebody was in that office and they were like he drew in this office uh, it's still there it's still there oh my yeah. goodness and i went in there and saw oh, it oh that's and funny like, yeah i have to tell you my Trent's art. Okay, so we were just talking about the art, but Trent's art. So my my stepsister um, went to school at Bradley. My family lives in Illinois, mm. um, and so and there is a another person there that had this art, and my stepsister shared a picture of this picture, and it was one of Trent's pictures. Oh and my so then I sent a message, and I was like, "Hey, yeah." <laughs> How do you know this? Yeah, yeah. And this was before Trent was as big as Trent is now. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I was just like. Fa- she means famous. Yeah. Trent's, <laughs> Trent's famous. I feel like I'm a part of it. Yeah. You are. I'm famous because Trent's are. famous. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so like there's. And then. On. My. My kid's aunt. Her. Uh, fiance had put something on one of you guys' TikTok page at uh, TikTok thing. Oh. And I was like, whoa, hey. <laughs> so the next time I saw him, I was like, you know, I know him, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know him, know him. Yeah. yeah. Not so just like. kind of know him. I, yeah, know, right. I him. know him. And he was yeah. like, oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. So yeah. TJ got married uh, last weekend. Right? Yeah. And um, I had some cousins come in from uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. And one of them is a school nurse as a couple different schools that she's at. And she was telling me that she had, <clears throat> she, I, don't, I don't know what was, what was going on, but she was at work one day and somebody was talking about this, this kid. She's like, they're like, Oh my goodness. There was a group of people. And they're like, I found this guy on TikTok or Facebook. I don't know which social, but it was like, Oh, he just is incredible artist. And like, watch this. And she's showing these other people in the group. And my cousin stand there like, that's my cousin's kid. 
And it was the same thing. They were all like freaked out. Like, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. You know, you know him? him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, and then we walk around El Dorado. Nobody says a word. Right. Nobody yeah. pays attention. Nobody. Like, yeah. this is really fun. Every once in a while, like, I'll take him to the grocery store with me or like, we'll go, we went to Chick-fil-A yesterday. Like, mm-hmm. we, I take him out when I have him and usually it's been pretty consistent like one person will notice him mm-hmm. i was like looking at ribs one time with him at dylan's and this guy you mean like rib me. like ribs to cook and yeah not you were just staring at somebody's ribs no that's weird okay um <laughs> i yeah i was i was looking at the meats there you go and this guy came up to me and normally when that happens at the store you're like oh excuse me you know like yeah. i'm in the way and so i was like oh sorry and then he goes um is he on TikTok? It was like a grown man. Is he on TikTok? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's Trent from Drawings by Trent. He's like, oh, my gosh, hi. And then Trent, <laughs> he was like really excited, right? He's like, hi. Yeah. And Trent was, he was ready to not be in the store anymore. And he goes, hi. And he just like matched the level. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. He just uh, yelled in this guy's face. Oh, man. Did we, did we tell you that? So we, in the last podcast episode, um, we talked about our trip to Omaha and the and the Omaha Zoo, and uh, we're we're walking around the zoo. We'd been there I don't I don't know an hour, or so it was, wasn't too far in, and this family comes out of the one of the exhibits, and the and there's a there's a dad who's a big guy. I'm you know I'm I'm six three two two fifty. This guy was probably six four. 300 pounds big guy comes out and walks like we notice other people kind of looking at us and trent and and we you know we're like do do they know him do they not know him they've seen it you know they can't place us or whatever this dude like made a beeline right to us as we're walking across and he's like your drawings by trent (laughs) I was hoping I'd run into you today. Like he saw the video of us be- going there, to the zoo, and, like he, went to the zoo and he was at the zoo, and and he was like, funny. "I was hoping I'd see you," and and yeah, again, this grown man. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is crazy. Which is cool if you think about he it, because Trent's a grown man. That's true. Right. You know. He is. He reaches a lot of people. He does. Cool. Okay. Crazy. Are there any last any story any other stories, Stephanie? Anything? Fondly or unfondly that you remember? We'll stick with fondly. (laughs) Um, So one of the things that I used to do with Trent was when I would notice he was getting heightened, Mm. Trent and I would go so that we could take walks and kind of just the two of us Mm. because he was much less likely to get fully escalated if you could get him away from a group of people. Mm. So we would take these walks. And on our walks, we (laughs) We would, I would say two animals or two things, and then he would combine them together to make the noise. So like how he does with the oh yeah the drawing. So yeah. I'd be like duck chicken, and he'd be, you know, quack quack bok bok, you know, <laughs> or whatever, or or dinosaur, you know. And then we yeah. and and we would do this, and um, and we would just walk all around, mm-hmm. do, and that would be a way that I would draw him back. Yeah. To being yeah, yeah. Um, more regulated. Right. But while still, because, you know, you can't walk around with your pencil and paper yeah. and just like keep drawing, <laughs> but, but still yeah. putting his mind back to where 
you knew his mind was yeah. comfortable, which yeah. was with those animals. Because that's, those that's his and, safe space, right? And is when right, he's drawing safe space. So we would just walk around and he would, and then we would go back to class and I'd be like, hey, are you going to draw that chicken duck? Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, or whatever. And, and, that, and that would be a way to kind of pull him back in and then you'd get him back regulated yeah. and then you would move on to the next thing and then mm-hmm. when he would you would feel him start to get escalated let's take a walk let's right. you know yeah. yeah um we would go out by the pond mm-hmm. um throw rocks um mm-hmm. we used to do that a lot and you know the one thing i want you guys to know is that um not just trent but every kiddo that i've worked with has made an impact on my life mm-hmm. in some way or another but Trent really impacted me in a way because he was a challenge right you know mm-hmm. he was a challenge and mm-hmm. trying to find a way but having the challenge along with the challenge of not wanting to hurt you guys you know what I mean yeah. like there was a difference when you had that that familiar bond with people and Mm -hmm. saying you know it's different when you have a kiddo that has has been dysregulated and they've had a behavior and then you 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 type up an email and you say hey your kiddo had this issue today and then that goes hundreds of Mm -hmm. miles away and you might not see that person for a long time they might email you back and you interact that way but there is a difference when you have to look at somebody and say okay this happened with your child today we had to restrain them this many times or or they have these injuries or they whatever. Mm-hmm. And the impact of that for me was having that familiarity and being able to say, okay, this is okay, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. know, and not judging myself because you know, right. what, you know, you want to stop that. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys kind of being gracious and allowing us to say, okay, we're not gonna judge you. We're not gonna, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and, and, and just the trust, mm-hmm. you know, and saying, you know, okay, Stephanie, we yeah. trust you guys. We and we absolutely had that. Um, yeah. Okay, two two things I want to say. One of them is, uh, how many times have you been to Hawaii? I have been to Hawaii. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll tell everybody why in a second. but I have been to Hawaii six times. <clears throat> Holy cow. <laughs> so when we first started taking Trent to heart spring we you and i were talking one day was coming up on a holiday break or something and you were like i'm not going to be here tomorrow like we have school but i'm not going to be here tomorrow uh okay what's going on well i'm to fly to hawaii i'm taking a student (laughs) to hawaii and i'm like (laughs) i'm like whoa that's really cool and you're like no it's not because we're going to be on a plane where he can or she i don't know who it was can uh could could have a behavior right on a plane for nine for, hours for nine hours <laughs> and then and then you're like i'm gonna get off the plane and i'm gonna walk out of the terminal and meet his his parents or her parents i, re- I keep saying he just because i don't know <laughs> i don't know who it was but anyway so that's ge- that's a generic term right uh and uh he is safe and then, autism <laughs> and then you're like and you're like and then I'm going to hang out in the airport for a couple hours and then get on a plane and fly, fly back. back. Like, oh, my goodness, what a waste. Like, couldn't they give you a day, like, to go to the beach and hang out? I think you said there at that point, anyway, there was one time you had, like, a, I don't know, six-hour or something yeah. layover, and so you we, did get to go see the ocean. And- yeah, the, the, I got to go. They took me. And, and then we figured it out, right? We figured it out. 
So that's Hawaii is where I learned that sushi sushi is the best thing in the world. But, but Hawaiian sushi is the best thing oh. in the world. Which it's Kansas cooked. sushi. It's cooked, right? No, it's not cooked. <laughs> Kansas sushi is not Hawaiian sushi, okay? It's not the same. But the, so I would go and we would they would pick me up at the airport and I would go back to their house and I would take a shower and kind of get cleaned up and then we would go and do a couple things or I would go to their Elks Club had a beach. And so they would drop me off at the Elks Club and I would go down to the beach and kind of hang out for an hour or so, take uh-huh. a shower, and then go home, go back to the air. They would pick me yeah. up and we'd yeah. do a couple things and go back to the airport. And then yeah. I would get back on a plane. And I also got um, put on the no-fly list for a little bit because of that. <laughs> because I had flown in. This was after 9-11 probably. Yes, I had flown in. And the Obamas came in because, you know, they're they. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh So the Michelle and the girls came in while I was there. And so there's this heightened security thing. And then they started looking at this person that comes into Hawaii and stays for six hours and flies out every who does that every six months. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, and so I went back to the airport to try and get on an airplane. And I was like. What do you mean I can't get on there? Like, what are you talking about? I just, they're like, well, why were you here? And they were asking me all these questions. And I'm like, I'm not smuggling anything. I just smuggled in an autistic child, okay? Like, I was emotional about this. Oh, man. And terrified that I was going to be, because I, yeah, you got to stay there. Well, I had to go back. But then I still had to come back because that was on my take him out trip to go back. So I had to go back to pick him up and go through all that. And wow. And there were, Heartspring employees and people. Somebody had a friend at TSA, and then the, it was like this whole big deal over me flying in and out of Hawaii. Yeah. And yeah. Oh and, man, that those, is crazy. Those were good times. Wow. But I can say I've been to Hawaii six times. Yeah. So. The, For free. The second thing <laughs> that I I want to mention before we get off is when when Trent finally. Um, he didn't. He didn't really age out of heart. But I think he could have gone a couple more years to Heart Spring when when he graduated and we moved him to uh, another classroom um, in in the district. Uh, I remember we went to. Or we, I don't remember if it was at his graduation or if I went. We went back for something. Um, but somebody from this class, maybe it was Daryl, uh, c- comes walking out towards us with a with a box, um, but pretty decent sized box. And they're like here, <laughs> like what, what is this? Uh, and it was full. It was very heavy. It was full of n- notepads. And I don't know that there were any phone books in it, but, but notepads and loose paper and sketch pads and all kinds of stuff that he has drawn in over the last eight years. And they're like, here you go. <laughs> this is what he, has um and so there have been some uh there have been some pieces in his store that came out of that box we had no idea that he had yeah that he had drawn them and, originals uh, trent that was uh, drawings by trent originals yeah mm-hmm. i have one by the way a big one <laughs> i was gonna bring it with me and then yeah. i ended up having to work last night oh. and um oh, and then yeah. you realize this is a podcast and it's not on right video. but i was gonna bring it with me just to show you guys <laughs> yeah. but i still have it yeah. it's drawn on a inside of a white bag i don't know if you remember oh. this you guys he it's um 
probably half the size of that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And it's just he had drawn it, and it was for Christmas. He, he, yeah. he made it for me for Christmas, uh-huh. and I still I, I have it will never go anywhere. <laughs> and it's just millions of different drawings everywhere. Yeah. So I'm oh, like yeah. I oh, feel man. like I have like museum quality. Yeah. Stuff here. Yeah. yeah man. You do. <laughs> and we don't typically sell his originals, so look at that. Y- yeah. You're even more special. You're, yeah. yeah. I didn't have to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty famous. That's the famous, best kind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, cool. Well, that's all I had. Any last words from anyone? No? We, we just, uh, you know, HeartSpring's a big part of our life. You were a big part of HeartSpring, and, um, you know, that's that, those were good years. Good times. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, catch us back next time for another episode of the Use It Pens podcast, and um, our special guest will be with us again for the next episode. So make sure you give it a listen. See you then. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Used Up Pens. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a five-star rating and a review to be read on the podcast. Remember, our primary goal is to spread autism awareness, so please share this podcast with friends and family. If you're looking for new coloring books, clothing, or other cool items with Trent's art, please visit us at drawingsbytrent.com. You can also use the handle drawingsbytrent to follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, And as always, thanks for listening.